The Bible says the mindset upon the flesh is death, but the mindset upon the spirit is life and peace. Our minds as believers have been set upon the spirit. We don't have to do it. We already are set upon the spirit because the spirit dwells in us. And uh, some people say, how do I know if I'm a Christian? If the spirit of God dwells inside you, you're a believer. Amen. Praise God. Hi, welcome to Light Words with Pastor Scott from Lighthouse Church Ministries. When we ask Jesus in our hearts, Jesus comes and dwells within us, and His life is in ours, and we have His power working through us. We can overcome any obstacle and any trial in life. Hello world, hello USA. Welcome to our broadcast live on Facebook and Instagram. When life sends you curves, let the Lord straighten them out in your life. Amen? Say this, God is opening up something new and fresh in my life. God is opening up something new and fresh in my life. That will turn the tide on evil and make good. That will turn the tide on evil and make good. Hey, a little bit of humor here. What is the difference between ignorance and apathy? I don't know and I don't care. (laughs) Today I want to talk about the life we have in Jesus and how to experience more in the Lord and to go higher and deeper in the things of God. Hey, did you hear about the wolf moon, which was displayed on Thursday, January 28th, the full moon? Yeah. Uh, Pretty amazing thing. It was quite spectacular, seen around the world. My birthday just happens to be on the day the U.S. first landed on the moon in 1969 on July 20th. Pretty cool. I was 12 years old. I guess you know how old I am now. (laughs) Uh, Neil Armstrong stepped down on the moon for the first time any human had ever done this and said, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Praise God. The Bible says in the end days, the moon will turn blood, turn into blood, and the sun will turn dark before the coming of the Lord. The Bible says the heavens declare the glory of God. I believe these astronomical occurrences are indicative of something supernatural coming to planet earth. It's a sign and a wonder. A massive outpouring of the Holy Spirit will come worldwide very soon. Look up for your redemption draws near. His life, power, and grace will flood this planet with supernatural signs and wonders and miracles. Now, today we're going to talk about the life of God that dwells in us. Praise God. Newness of life. But first, Christy, my second daughter, has a few words to share with you. Hi, everybody. Good morning. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. One of my favorite verses. Um, Just a couple of quick announcements. Um, Just a reminder to follow us and like us on Instagram and Facebook at LN Lighthouse. And um, also, if you um, haven't subscribed to our app, you'll want to do that on your Google or your App Store so you can get updated with all of our current events. In fact, we got an update this morning. Hopefully, a lot of you got it. And it was just telling about, um, just said, we'll see you online. And um, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So we might even slip in a a cool verse in there, too. Amen. (laughs) Kelly, you said our mini broadcasts, you know, we do a broadcast during the week. I hope you're watching those as well. Uh, They're the shortened version of our Sunday broadcast. But there's a diff- it's a different topic every time. And apparently, we, the last one we just did, um, I Can Do All Things, uh, has done very well. So we, we bless you, and we're glad you're uh, listening and viewing the broadcasts yes. that we put out. Praise God. Yes. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Oliver. Welcome aboard. We miss you. <laughs> yeah, I see you got some snow over there. I know. It looks In beautiful. England. Ohio. Hey, River for Hope. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Anything else, Christy? All right. Well, it's a beautiful day here in Southern California. A little cool, but very nice. And uh, we're glad you're on the broadcast. Praise God. 
All right, well, let's uh, begin with taking our Bible and holding them up, shall we? Some people say, why do you do this? Because Joel Osteen does it? No. <laughs> I was doing this before he was. Uh, it's, it's a way of, of confessing the truth of your faith and uh, making a declaration of that openly and outwardly. And so that's why we do this. Let's do it together. This is my Bible. Repeat after me. Bible. It was written for me. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. The spirit of faith and victory is rising up in me. I'm growing in favor with God and with men. The power of the word is changing my life. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. We have believed, therefore we speak. Praise God. Another good morning Yes. All right. Hello, India. Glad to have you guys on. Praise God. All right. Well, Christy, let's begin with the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 4. Okay. In him was life, and life was the light of men. And the life was the light of men. Praise God. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for that life that dwells in us as believers. We pray, Lord, that you would anoint this message that you'd strengthen us in our walk in God, that the life would arise in us, Lord Jesus, that we'd be strong in you, Lord, and that you'd pour out great grace and favor upon us. We bless you now, Jesus, in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, why did Jesus come? A lot of people ask that question. Why did he come to earth? Why did he have an earthly ministry? Uh, God became man and uh, dwelled among us. The word became flesh and dwelled among us. Well, you could say to establish the church he came and the kingdom of God, that's true, uh, to improve on humanity and to give us a code of conduct or a new way of living, that's true as well. But the most important thing for Jesus' coming was that he might give us life, mm-hmm. spiritual life, and that life to the fullest extent. Mm-hmm. Let's look at John 10:10, 10, 10, please. Good morning, Jamie. <laughs> Good morning, Hello, Jamie. <laughs> The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that you may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Life more abundantly. abundantly. Hallelujah. That's what we get as believers in Christ. The Greek word translated life in this verse is zoe. Some children have the name zoe. It's a beautiful Greek name. Zoe is the God kind of life or the life God experiences. Spiritual life that flows from him. The Bible says that we mentioned already, in him was life and the life was the light of men. So his life becomes our light, praise Mm -hmm. God. And we are lights in the world. This eternal life he came to give us is the nature of God himself that dwells in us. Let's look at John 5, 26. Okay. For as the father has life in himself, so he has granted the son to have life in himself. Amen. And now he's granted us as believers to have life in us. Praise the Lord. There are three Greek words that are translated life in the New Testament. The first one, as we've mentioned, is zoe. Mm -hmm. Then there is suke, which means natural or human life. And thirdly, bios, which means manner of life. The church, for the most part, has centered in and put its focus on behavior or bios. But the most important Greek word that we should emphasize is zoe, which is the life that flows from God. This is the spiritual life that Jesus has granted to us in him. Praise God. This has had an effect upon our behavior and conduct as well. Jesus taught and talked about the new birth and the fact that we must be born again to enter the kingdom of God. When a person is born again, he or she receives the life and nature of God in the new man. Let's look at John 3, 1 through 6. 
a familiar story about Nicodemus coming to Jesus by night because he was afraid that he might be seen talking to this new uh, powerful spiritual person that had come on the scene. And the religious people uh, despised Jesus. And so he came by night, by secret. Okay, Marilyn. Um, There was a man of the Pharisees called Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So you must have a new birth. Mm -hmm. You must be born again. I was born again on a balmy night in Palm Springs, California at age 14. And um, it forever changed my life. And I received the new nature and uh, was born of the Spirit. Okay, Mayor. And Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb? And he just be didn't born? get it. He didn't get what <laughs> Jesus was talking about. <laughs> Jesus answered and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of Stop God. Stop there. I, some people wonder, What does that mean, born of water? Uh, some people would say that's baptism. I don't really believe it's a reference to that. Uh, b- baptism doesn't save you, but it is it's symbolic of what has happened spiritually in your life when you come to Christ and receive him in your life. I believe that reference to water, well, there's two possibilities. One, it could be bo- all of us are born of water mm-hmm. in, in the womb. But I think the water is the water of the word. Mm-hmm. And so we're born of not corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed, the word of God. So the word and the spirit, amen, come alive, praise God. So that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that was born of the Spirit is spirit. Amen. Praise God. This is the new creation. Paul stated that this is the most important thing to live and walk in, the new creation or the new nature. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 5.17. Okay. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Amen. Praise God. All things have become new. And that's when I walked out of that makeshift coffee house in Palm Springs, California at age 14, I said, I feel like I'm brand new. I didn't know the scripture said that. Therefore, mm-hmm. if any person be in Christ, they're a new creation, old things pass away, all things are brand new. But that's exactly how I felt. And then I also felt washed and cleansed. And that is the cleansing power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Christianity is the divine act which changes a person from the family of Satan to the family of God instantly. We have come out of darkness into the light. Yeah. Let's look at Colossians 1.13. By the way, Kelly, anybody else on? Um, yeah, we have some friends from India, some new friends good. that are joining. Yeah. So hello to everybody there. Yeah. And, what uh, time is it in India? Good evening. It it's in the evening, yeah. So yeah, 13. <laughs> 12 plus so it's <laughs> 11. Yeah. It's like 10 at night, 11 at night. Did yeah. you guys in uh, India and Africa, did you, uh, or Russia, or did you guys see the full moon? Yeah. I heard it was worldwide. Yeah. Oh, wow. So okay. pretty spectacular. Amen. All right, Colossians 1.13. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. Now the word conveyed means translated. So He translated us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Praise God, when we were born again. The corruption from which we escape from is spiritual death or the fallen satanic nature. The old nature, guys, is completely gone. The old man is gone. And now we walk in newness of life. We are now partakers of the divine nature mm-hmm. and the life of God. Hallelujah. His nature is ours and his life is ours. Second Peter 1, 3 and 4, Christy, you have that one? Yeah. 
as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promise, promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corrupt, corruption that is in the world through lust. Partakers of the divine nature. Isn't that amazing? We're partakers of his nature. God's very nature dwells in us. Hallelujah. You know, some people think, well, when I get to heaven, then I'll, I'll be changed. I'll be like God. But you already look like God on the inside. Mm -hmm. You already have his nature dwelling in you. And that's already been finished. Now, in the soulish realm, the mind, will, and emotions, that's the part of you that's being saved, being redeemed. And uh, God is changing us and conforming us into the very image of Christ. And the flesh will never be redeemed. And uh, one day we'll step out of this body into a new body. Amen? Mm -hmm. Praise God. I want to give you seven aspects of his life working in us to bring about a great and supernatural outcome. Praise God. Number one, we're called to walk in newness of life because we have been freed from sin. And that's important to know because a lot of Christians get tripped up on this and they're always dealing with their sins and always concentrating or looking at their sins. And they haven't got the revelation that your sins have been gone and been removed in Christ. Amen. And erased. God doesn't remember them anymore. He's buried them in the depths of the sea to be re remembered no more. He separated them as far as the east is from the west. And I don't care how far you go west, you'll never go east. And you can go east as far as you want, you'll never go west. They don't meet up. And so our sins have been removed. Let's look at Romans 6, 4 through 7. Therefore we were buried with him through baptiz baptism into death, that first, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing that this, our old man, was crucified with him and that the body Wait, of so sin... So the old man was crucified, crucified. right? Mm -hmm. If something's crucified, it's what? Dead. 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 It's gone. So the old Killed man's gone. Mm -hmm. You don't have two natures. You have one new right. nature, and that's it. And that new nature resembles God and is like God on the inside. Praise right. God. And go on. Um, our old man was crucified with him that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. The body of sin might be eradicated. Mm -hmm. That body of sin was removed. That mm -hmm. old nature was completely eradicated, and it is gone. It is history. <laughs> and now we walk in newness of life. Praise yeah. God. The Bible says the mindset upon the flesh is death, but the mindset upon the spirit is life and peace. peace. Our minds as believers have been set upon the spirit. We don't have to do it. We already are set upon the spirit because the Spirit dwells in us. And uh, some people say, how do I know if I'm a Christian? If the Spirit of God dwells inside you, you're a believer. Amen? Praise God. As we set our minds upon the Spirit, we experience life, peace, and blessing from God. Mm -hmm. Let's look at Romans 8, 5 through 11. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnally, carnal mind is en enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Yeah, Am I keep going? but see, as believers, we're not in the flesh, we're in the spirit. You don't have to try to get into the spirit. You're already in the spirit. Non-believers are in the flesh, and they can't please God, and they're separated from God. They need to come to Christ. They need to be born again and receive the new nature and the life of the Spirit. Amen? Mm -hmm. Praise God. Number two, we reign in life through 
his righteousness and grace working in our life. Let's look at Romans 5.17. We've read this before, but it's a fantastic verse. I love it. One of my favorites in the Bible. For if by one man's offense... Who's that? Adam. Adam. Death reigned through one through the one, much more than those who receive abundance That's of us. grace mm-hmm. of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Abundance of grace, the gift of righteousness, and we will do what? Reign in reign life. In life. Yep. Through the one, Jesus Christ. We're called right. to reign in this life, guys, to be overcomers in this life, to be victorious. Mm-hmm. Jesus said in the world, you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. And if Christ overcame the world, so can we, because mm-hmm. we're in him and he's in us, praise God. We've actually come into a kingly or queenly state mm-hmm. where we rule and reign with Christ in this spiritual life dwelling in us, hallelujah. Revelation says we made kings and priests in this holy kingdom and righteous kingdom. Number three, we need to operate in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Let's look at Romans 8, 1 and 2. Therefore, oh, there is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus and who do not walk according to the, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For the law of the spirit and life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Praise God, I love that. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. See, sin and death no longer has power over you guys if mm-hmm. you walk in the law of the spirit of life in Christ mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. This law reigns over the law of sin and death. Non-believers are subject to the law of sin and death. And ultimately, it will take their, not only their physical life, but they'll never have spiritual life. But we have the law of the spirit of life, and we reign over the law of sin and death. Mm-hmm. We can be victorious over sin, sickness, disease, and death. Praise God. And the obstacles of life, by the way. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus supersedes the law of sin and death. To illustrate in aeronautical terms, <laughs> I'm not a pilot, but anyway, um, well, we're going to talk about the law of lift, which supersedes the law of gravity. Now, we know that all things fall to the ground, are pulled by the, by the force uh, called gravity mm-hmm. from the center of the earth. Newton discovered this when the apple fell off the tree, right? <laughs> um, but a jet airplane can overcome the law of gravity by jet propulsion if for every action there's an opposite and equal reaction. And as the, as the jets fire this way, the plane goes that way. <laughs> Amen. And then they have these things called wings, <laughs> just like the birds. Yes. And as the air flows over the wings, it allows the aircraft to lift and ascend above the ground and up into the atmosphere. So the jet propulsion and the, the wings is what creates the law of lift to supersede the law of gravity. As we live and walk in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, we overcome, hallelujah, sin and death and live in the high places, guys, of the earth. We're to walk in the high places, dwell in the high places that supersedes all things. Number four, we're called to walk in this victorious life. 2 Corinthians 2.14. Now thanks be to God who always leads us to triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Sometimes leads us in victory? Always. 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 Everybody say that, always. Always. God always leads you in triumph. If you're in a place of defeat in your life right now, reach out for that victory that's there. Claim that victory over your life, over your circumstances, over your situations of life, and speak victory over it because the victory is in you, because the Spirit's in you. Praise God. The spirit of faith is the spirit of victory. Faith and the Word of God fuels our spirit to live in abundance of life. Hallelujah. That's why faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God, and the more you receive of the Word of God, the more life you receive from God. 
and uh, it benefits you. It has great benefits for you in your life. Number five, the Spirit gives life. He's the one that gives life. Jesus said, the flesh profits nothing, but the Spirit gives life. Amen. So many people put their emphasis on the flesh, this carnal world, the temporal things of this world. They're all going to pass away, guys. Mm -hmm. They're fading. Uh, All this will pass away. But his kingdom is eternal, Mm -hmm. and the spiritual realm is eternal. And we need to put our focus and attention upon spiritual things. Praise the Lord. We must center in on the Holy Spirit, for he is the life giver. This life will increase in us as we walk in this new nature of life. Hallelujah. So it can increase. Isn't that great? Awesome. Number six, this life produces positive spiritual results in our life. Let's look at 1 Timothy 4.8. Good morning, Linda. Hey, Linda. Hello. Hope things are going well with you and your family. We've been praying for you. Praise God. Okay. For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now and is and of which is to come. So bodily exercise, for all you (laughs) exercise buffs, um, it does profit. I mean, if you work out, you get results, right? And we should exercise our bodies, and it does profit. But more importantly, we want to profit in the spiritual realm. Godliness is even greater, right, to profit there. And, uh, And it has great benefits and promises as we Uh, exercise our spirit in the things of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Number seven. This life gives you divine authority over disease, sin, this world, and the devil. This is the life that conquered and defeated the devil when Jesus acquired the victory on the cross and through his resurrection. The life that raised Christ up from the dead dwells in us. I want you to think about that. The life that brought him up out of the, from the grave, that very life is in you. And that power dwells in you. Hallelujah. And you have the victory in Jesus Christ. All right, let's pray, shall we? Lord, we thank you and praise you for the word this morning. We thank you for those that are listening and viewing. We pray a blessing upon their life. And Lord, for those that don't know you, Lord, they've never asked you into their life. Today's their day. Today is your day. Just simply pray this prayer. Believe it, mean it, make it sincere. And God will come into your life. Jesus will enter your life. Pray this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my life. Forgive me for my sins and trespasses and wrongdoings. Thank you that your blood has cleansed my sins. I receive you now as my personal Lord and Savior. I will follow you, Lord Jesus, and walk with you all the days of my life. I love you and praise you and worship you now. In your name I pray. Amen. And for those believers, you're you're a Christian. You know you're going to go to heaven. You know know the Lord, but you're not walking with him anymore. It's sad. It grieves the heart of God that you would walk away from him and... and, uh, not be near and close to him. But Jesus wants you back and he wants you close. Just pray this prayer and the Lord will come closer to you than ever before. Draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. Lord Jesus, I've slipped away. I'm not walking with you. Um, I don't know where it was, something along the way I turned away. But Lord, I want to come back. I want to be strong in you, in the power of your might. I want to be close to you and near to you and I want to be best friends with you. I pray now that you would just work this out in my life. And come near to me now. In Jesus' name, your name I pray. Amen. All right. Praise God. May I share something? Yes, you may. Um, I think it goes with your last point. Um, It's just a couple verses in Timothy 4. Um, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not to me only, but also to those who have loved his appearing. Amen. So just 
finish the fight, even how hard it is sometimes. Just finish the fight because you've got a crown at the end. But in many ways, it's not that hard. Jesus yeah. said, my yoke is easy and yeah, my burden is exactly, light. Yeah. And as we rest upon the arms of the Spirit, it's a lightness. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a freedom there. And there's a power there and a strength there. Praise God. All I right. Have another, yes. Like, All right. Good. I feel like um, some of you, a lot of us like in the world right now, we're feeling defeated. And it's almost like an arm wrestling match where yeah. like the enemy's got us down. Because of this pandemic. Yeah. yeah. But the Lord is, has so much power and he's just going to slam it. And he's going to, we're going to be victorious and we're going to overcome. So Praise God. Just keep on waiting on the Lord and he's our strength. That's good, Christy. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Everybody say that. God has not, not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. mind. Praise God. All right. Hey, guys, walk in his life, his power, and his blessing. You won't be disappointed. Amen. God loves you more than you'll ever know. We love you, too. And we'll see you this week on my midweek broadcast yes. on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> Praise God. All right. We love you. Love Blessings you. to you. We thank you for listening to Light Words with Pastor Scott from Lighthouse Church. You can visit us at lnlighthouse.org. Follow us and like us on Facebook and Instagram at LN Lighthouse. Don't forget to listen to Pastor Scott's mini-series this week. Blessings, and we'll see you next time.